It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex, and we're about to jump right into it. And I've talked about what I'm about to talk about before, but we're going to talk about it again. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about it again. Um, what we're talking about is, man, you got to really be wary of people who are very quick to help you do some mediocre shit, but they're not quick to help you do some grand, excellent shit. Okay, so they're real quick to help you do some mediocre shit, but they're not quick to help you do some grand excellent shit. You got to be wary of people like that because they more than likely are hating on you. They more than likely um, do not have your best interest at heart, and they're more than likely insecure people. Now, I feel like everybody is insecure about something. For the most part, a lot of us have insecurities. It's just the difference between most of us and other people is we, we know how to deal with those insecurities and we know how to keep those insecurities to ourselves and not project them onto other people, casting blame onto others as to why we're the ones that are insecure about whatever we're insecure about. Um, insecurities can be small things. It doesn't have to always necessarily be big things. It can, it can be small things. It doesn't have to necessarily always be big things. So that's what we're really talking about here. Um, you know, or whatever the case may be. So, what I'm talking about right now is um, something that we all deal with, okay? And I know you, if you were somebody who has either found greatness or you were once striving for greatness, you've probably dealt with this in your own way. Um, maybe not necessarily um, on a grand level. And some of y'all are blessed to never have had to deal with this. You've always had thorough support of people around you. Um I'm not one of those people, and I don't think that makes me any less of a of a significant person or a person worthy um, than the next man. It just is. That's just the fold of the cards based on you know where you grew up geographically. You know the type of people that naturally were put into your life due to where your parents decided to raise you, and sometimes it's even family. And um, I'm a, I'm a firm believer that it's very hard, it's not impossible, but it's very hard to become great around the motherfuckers you've always been around your whole life. It's, especially if at one point you weren't doing so great. Now, if you've always been on this path of greatness, then you've obviously, from the roots of things, have attracted those type of people. But if you were once a scrub, once a loser, once a failure, once a fuck-up, right, once a troubled teen, and you're now trying to go into being this great man or woman with the same friends that were like that, and they haven't also elevated or escalated. They still getting drunk every night. They still blowing all their money on weed. They they still would rather spend money on stupid stuff than invest in their own life. Then yes, it's gonna be very hard for you to grow with those people around. So you have to be careful. Cause I think a lot of the times we don't really see it that way because people are good at masking when they're actually haters of you, and you don't realize that they're staying around you to watch you fail to make sure that they can keep you down as much as they can. That's their duty in life when it comes to you. Um, that doesn't mean they're like, like that with everybody. That I mean they're gonna be like that with their other friends or their boyfriend or their girlfriend or whoever. But that just means that's how they are with you for whatever reason that may be. Right? This can go back to childhood. This can go back to now. Th- it could be a fear of the future, what you could be in the future. So you might just simply just prove to them that they're losers and that they're not really worth shit. You know what I'm saying? They're worthless. Your natural presence and ambitions just make this just bring out their worthlessness that they didn't really probably notice that they had before. So, for example, I'm going to give you an example, right? You'll have somebody when you don't have a car or you lost your car or whatever like that who was willing to take you to a job every day. Every day, no complaining. Nah, keep your gas money, all of that, no doubt, 
You call them last minute, you call them the night before, whatever, they come pick you up, they'll take you to a job, they don't care if it's 30 minutes away, an hour away, or five minutes down the street that you could have walked your damn self. They will gladly drive you to a job every day. As soon as you decide, as soon as you decide and you choose that this job isn't for me anymore, I'm going to chase my dreams. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to open up this business. I'm going to get these hustles going. I'm going to get these multiple sources of income. I'm going to become my own boss. All of a sudden, damn, bro, I look like a taxi. I mean, shit, yeah, I'll take you, bro. But I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, bro, you can't just walk up there like anybody else going to take you, bro. Oh, uh, bro, shit, shit, I need some gas money, bro. I need some gas money. Nigga ain't never want no gas. Nigga take you, nigga, nigga, nigga take you to, uh, to freaking um, the grocery store or Foot Locker or wherever you was working every day, faithfully. You offer nigga gas money, he look at you like you crazy. Man, come on, man. You know I don't need that, brother. Man, you my homeboy. A girl, you, girl, come on, girl. Come on, girl. We sis. We sis. To, we sis, sis. Now, all of a sudden, they need some gas money. We go everywhere. I mean, damn, bro, that's 30 minutes away, bro. All of a sudden, it's too far. All of a sudden, it's this, that, and the third. All of a sudden, don't you got anybody else? All of a sudden, damn, don't look like a taxi. Damn, nigga, you never heard of Uber? You know, all that money you made working. You ain't got enough money to get your own car? You ain't got no car yet? All of a sudden, all these things make you feel bad about yourself, right? But they was willing to take you up there. You know, I got a saying that I use every now and then where I say, they love you when you're freestyling, and they hate you when you're in the studio. Y'all ever, y'all ever dealt with people like that, too? Oh, they love you when you talking about a plan. When you when you when you when you dreaming and you and you but when you start acting on it, all of a sudden it's all these different things, it's all these different critiques and problems and issues and you need to do this and you need to do that. And they got so much to say but never nothing good to say. Y'all ever notice that? You ever dealt with that? They love you when you're freestyling, they hate you when you're in the studio. When you're in the car freestyling, bro, this shit is hard. Oh my god, bro, you need to diss that in the third, blah blah blah. Then you actually say, you know what, I'm gonna go do that. And they started to see you meeting all these big people that they wish that they could be and knowing and you going and doing shows and you actually getting decent responses from the crowd. And it's not always have to be rap music, y'all. It could be anything. Any, it doesn't have to be music at all. It could be you being a doctor, you going to school, you becoming a Christian, you becoming a Muslim, you uh, becoming a vegan, anything. When it's, when it's talking about it, right, when you just sitting around playing, it's all fun and games. When they see you actually getting and making moves, they want to stand in your way. Right. So you got to be careful. And that's why sometimes you're going to have to stop relying on your inner circle and start relying on your outer circle. I've talked to you about this before. And I'm, I'm some of you are probably wondering, why am I making this episode again? Basically, because, you know, saying repetition is the father of learning. You feel me? So me repeating this is going to help you get it in your head because I bet you still haven't made any moves yet. You're still relying on this inner circle. I'm starting to, I'm starting to, my outer circle is starting to become my inner circle. My inner circle is starting to become my outer circle because them folks don't really have no respect for me. You know, so I'm starting to realize that maybe we never really been friends. And it's a hard pill to swallow when you sit there and you look at 10 years of shit and you start to kind of try to justify things. Well, they gave me a ride here one time and, and, and they let me stay with them all one time. Yeah, they let you do a bunch of loser shit. Y'all don't hear me though because y'all don't want to hear me. I'm going to say it again. Look, look into your friends, the ones that you're thinking about that are crossing your mind right now as I'm speaking. They let, yeah, they did a lot for you. They let you do a lot of loser shit. They're never there for you with when, it's, when shit gets great. They're never there for you when shit gets great. But oh, somewhere to sleep, a ride. And I, and I know what some of y'all are thinking. Well, come on, Tommy. Isn't that what a friend is for? Yes, don't get me twisted. But if you can be there for me when I just need somewhere to sleep and a ride to a job... Why aren't you there? Y'all don't see. 
Y'all know where I'm about to go with it. Hold on now. Come on, let's uh, come on, pump your brakes. Come on now. We finna stride and glide and guide, baby. Come on now. Hold on. Hold on. Why aren't you there for me when I now need you to help me to get these products, to get these plates? When I need you to when I need you to take me to the studio, when I need you to take me to this to get sit down with this producer or this label or or you know when I need to go downtown you know and register my business when I need to go file these taxes why aren't you there then that's a real friend real friend excited when you want to do something big with your life they hate whether believe it or not they hate having to let you sleep on their couch they're like they, they, they do it out of out of duty and obligation Right. And out of just the love that they have for you and because they just naturally a good person. But they don't that's not what they, they want to do in life for you. A good friend doesn't or a good family. They don't want you to sleep on their couch. They don't want you to have to give you rides to a nine to five. They would love to help you set up that 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 table, that booth at the festival for the first time. And your first your first time stepping out selling these um these plates that you make, they would love to help you, you know, set up your, your, your restaurant. They would love to help you organize the track listing for your first EP you ever going to drop. They would love to go over the contract that this label's putting in front of you. They would, that's what they, that's what they really want to do. Giving you a ride and, and letting you sleep on a couch. They, that's, that shit that reminds them that things ain't going good, which a good friend does never want to see. A good friend don't want to see you not doing good. So I'm not saying, I'm not saying they don't give you a place to sleep. I'm not saying they don't give you a little bit of money when you need it. But I'm saying a good friend, I don't look forward to giving my friends money. I look forward to us spending money together. I look forward to, okay, so you about to get this million dollar property? All right, well, you know, the $2 million property will yield you more profit. You sure you don't want to go with that one? I know you got to spend a little bit of money, my brother, but come on now. Come on, let's get, let's get, let's get, let's get this shit done. And I'm not even asking you for nothing out of it. I just want to see you do it because you, you, you're, the real, you're the real estate guru. And I know that's what you're going to be because I believe in you. Like, and I know that's what you want in life. I don't want to be a real estate guru, but I know you do. You see what I'm saying? That's the friend I look forward to being. You think I want to live a life where all my friends need, a, need, need me to cash out them $20 because they ain't ate today? You think I want to be the friend where all my friends need a ride to work? Huh? You think I want to be the friend where all my friends sleeping on my couch? That's not the type of help I, I mean, I, I'm willing to do it. It's just not the type of help I'm looking forward to because I'm actually a good person. I actually believe in the people around me. You know what I'm saying? If I don't really believe in you, I don't even see what we really even doing with each other. You know what I'm saying? So that's just how I personally am. You feel me? So that's what I mean when I say that. So y'all got to be very careful and be very weary of the type of people who are really quick and they're excited and they're happy to take you to do mediocre shit. And all of a sudden it's such a hassle or they don't even want to or don't. They actually just simply don't help you or they disappear once you start doing good and doing great. You got to be careful of stuff like that. Right. You got to be wary of people like that. They're weird people. You know what I'm saying? You got to. Seriously. You know what I'm saying? You got to be wary of people who always have some type of critique for everything and they try to mask it as constructive criticism. You got to know the difference between constructive criticism and know you're just a fucking hater. You've got to know. You've got to know. Because at some point you're going to bring this person a product that's so good and so great. There is really not much criticism that could come. All we need at this point is celebration and support and promotion. That's it. 
Everything else is tweaked out the way it's supposed to be tweaked out. So what's going to happen is with that type of a friend, the hater, watch. They have so many things to say when it's bad or when it, it needs a little work. They're going to be completely quiet when it's good. I mean, yeah, bro. Shit. Uh, yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, I ain't gonna lie, bro. That's just hard, bro. Like, damn, where all the energy at? Where's the, where's the, where's the equivalent energy? You have so much to say when it wasn't, when it wasn't that good. When it, when the, when the, when it wasn't that good. When the cheese wasn't melted the right way. When the song wasn't, um, engineered the right way. You know what I'm saying? You had so much to say then. But now all of a sudden you have nothing to say now that it's not done the right way. Now that it's done a different way, all of a sudden it's a serious problem. It's a serious issue. You know what I'm saying? All of a sudden. Okay? All of a sudden it's a serious problem. It's a serious issue because this person hasn't sat up there and they never tried to help you. You gotta be weary of people like that. And if it's some of them, they're not haters. They just, they have nothing good going on in life, so they don't understand. That's another thing we need to talk about. What about the people who don't understand? They've been mediocre their whole life, so no, they don't understand why you need to get a haircut every week because it helps with your presentation. It makes people take you serious. They don't understand why you have to go and spend your money on this and why you have to go invest into that and why you're doing this and why you have to go there and why you need to talk to these people. They don't. They're mediocre. They don't use social media to build a brand and to build a platform. They use social media to gossip and talk about their old bullshit ass friends. That's all that they do. You know what I'm saying? So when we, they don't understand why you're paying for promotion ads. They don't understand why you're, they don't understand that shit. So they're going to, they're not going to help you because they're mediocre people. And that's what I, that goes back to what I was saying earlier about getting away from the people you started off with sometimes. They'll call you fake. Fuck them. Fuck them. Oh, he let the money change them. You got damn right. Fuck them. Everybody can't go to the top. Fuck them. Straight up. There's no other way for me to say it. Sorry for cussing, but there's no other way for me to say it. I, I don't know any other way to say it. Simply, fuck them. You know what I'm saying? Because they're not going to understand what you're doing. So some people, they're not haters. Some people, they're not fake. Some people are not insecure. They're just mediocre as shit. And that's what they're always going to do. So you only can come to them when you need mediocre help. Because anything else, they're not going to understand. They're not going to understand why you need to go to these auditions and why you need to wear this outfit for the audition and why you need this and why you need that. They're not, they don't understand that shit. And that shit don't come with them clocking into something and them clocking out and waiting for next week to know what they're going to be able to do next week because their schedule gets posted next week on Sunday. If that shit ain't got nothing to do with regular shit, going on vacation once a year, if that, if, if that, if they, if it ain't got nothing to do with that, or getting a haircut once a month, if that, if it ain't, y'all don't hear me though, if it ain't got nothing to do with regular shit, they don't fucking understand, so they're not going to help you, because they're mediocre people, and you're asking them to do above mediocre shit, now you bring them some mediocre shit, they'll help you, because they, they, it makes sense to them, most people are going to help where it makes sense, they're not going to help when it doesn't make sense to them, Right. And I don't blame them for that. Right. But like, I'm not giving a crackhead money for crack. I'm just not like if I know for a fact I've seen you do it. You want some food? OK, well, come with me. I'll get you some food. You want something to drink? Well, come with me. Nah, nah, nah. Just give me the money. Uh, uh-uh. See, I already know what you're finna do. Nigga, I'm from Atlanta. What you talking about? No. Good luck with one of these other niggas. OK, I'm not that soft. 
I used to give every homeless nigga that asked me for money fucking money. If I couldn't find it, I'd go get it for him, right? And then I had to learn, like, all the, uh, all I'm doing is aiding and abetting their poison and their own demise for some of them. Some of them. For some of them. Oh, you said you hungry? You said you want some water? Well, then here's a store. Come on. Let's go in there and get some hung- some food and some water. Because I already know you smoke crack. Because I didn't see you at the trap house down the street, but you didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? I've already seen what you're doing. So, no, I'm not going to just give you $10. I mean, why you ask me for a specific amount of money? You ever notice that, too? They don't ask you to just give you get what you got. No, they, they, because they need it right now. That's why. They, they can't, they're not going to wait all day and possibly still not have enough money for a crack rock. Hell no. Or for a beer or whatever. They're keeping them on the streets as bums anyway in the first place. So, once again, mediocre people are not going to understand your excellent demands they're not they're just not going to understand the things that you need to be excellent they're not going to understand those things so what they're going to do is they're going to try to make up all this different shit okay what you have to understand is you're trying to become great you're trying to become a better person you're trying to move on and stop being under somebody's thumb you don't want to live a mediocre check paycheck to paycheck life anymore you don't want to have to live a life even though a lot of times a lot of people don't understand for you to get there, you're going to have to probably go a little worse than you were doing at the job. Y'all know that, right? I mean, I'm just, I'm just letting you know that now. It's going to probably get a little uglier than it than it did, than it was working. And it's going to make you want to quit and say, well, shit, I need I need some money. I need some more money. I got to go get a job. And, and if it gets to that point, then, yeah, it's going to get you a quick little job, save up two, three checks, and bounce again. You know what I'm saying? But let me tell you something. Like, they're not going to understand because they are mediocre people. So when you try to explain to them, hey, man, I really need to get this done. Hey, man, can you think you can help me with this? Hey, man, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So what you're going to have to do, man, is you're going to have to put it out there, put your energy in the right place, and you're going to have to just move and understand that God is going to open up the doors for you because you're not going to be able to rely on the people you've always known. Nine out of ten times, you're not going to be able to rely on them because they're never going to understand what the fuck you're doing. Nobody ever understands any anything when it first starts off. Okay, every rapper will tell you that there was plenty of niggas like that ain't going, especially the unique rappers, right? Like, like, uh, or even like a T Pain. Imagine the first n- nigga T Pain brought that auto tune shit to. They were like, nigga, you ain't gonna make it sound like that. The fuck is all this? Nobody hear that shit. Now they're like, yo, you're the goat. Everybody uses auto tune now. Kanye West, Future, every everybody uses auto tune now. You're the goat. You created something. They didn't understand it at first. So he had to say, you know what, bro, you're going to get it one day. And you, you don't have to cut everybody off just because they don't understand what you're doing. Just just stop going to them and depending on them and, and relying on their critic, their critique or or their validation. And they'll see it. And when they see it, you know, you say, see, bro, I told you. And they're going to be like, damn, my nigga, I ain't. Yeah, you was right. If they're a good friend, that's the least they're going to do is be like, damn, bro, I ain't, I, I ain't a lie, bro. I ain't understand it when you first was doing that shit. But now I see, bro. This shit is kind of hard. You see what I'm saying? They're not going to understand it. They're not always going to understand it. So, you know, everybody's a hater. Not everybody's even mediocre. It's just you're doing something, something for some of y'all. Y'all doing something that's so outlandish. They're like, I don't know, bro. That just sounds kind of crazy. You sure you want to put all your money and your energy into that? Are you sure? But I'm here to tell y'all a little secret about life a lot of people don't know. And I've just learned this really just from observation. I'm not even going to lie. I haven't really fully experienced it yet. I'm not going to You know, I don't lie to y'all. I'm a firm believer that if you put your all, if you if you give 500% to anything in life, it's going to eventually work out. As long as it makes sense and it's not something that's detrimental to, like, society. Like, And even still, as we see, that shit still works sometimes, right? So when I say makes sense, I mean, if you put in 500%, of your of your energy 
into flying. I mean, come on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you think at one point in life you're going to just jump off a bridge and wings are just going to sprout out your back because you've put all your energy into it? You know, I just only thing I have to say is, yo, if you could find a way, since you believe in so much, do you think you could send me a picture of Jesus when you meet him? Because I've always wondered what he looked like. Because you're going to die. You're going to die. You know what I'm saying? But if you put 500% into... I don't care what you are, you know what I'm saying, if, into doing real estate, into becoming a rapper, into becoming a filmmaker, into becoming a doctor, and you really, and it makes sense, once again, it makes sense, like, you don't have criminal records and things like that that stand in the way, I really firmly believe, especially if your energy's in the right place and you have unwavering belief and faith, it's going to happen for you, it's just a matter of time, and you're not giving up, a lot of time when people give up, that's right when things are about to get good, so that's all, that's all, that's all it really takes, some things are never going to get good. It's never going to get good working at Walmart. You, you ain't never going to... The only thing that can, good can come from working at Walmart is you meet somebody at Walmart who says, hey, you're pretty. Let me take you and get you a photo shoot or some shit like that. Working actual Walmart ain't never going to get good, right? So some things... Like y'all waiting for something good to happen, you're going you're gonna to end up being that 40, 50-year-old nigga um, taking people's order, okay? You, that's what you're going to be because you got to do it. I don't know why y'all think something good gonna come from doing that shit. Where there's room to grow, growth will take place. There's no room to grow at a Walmart. The highest, the people who gonna work at Walmart for the next 20 years in life, they won't ever become a shift leader. They ain't never gonna get a raise. There's no room to grow. There's no, let it go. Let it go. You gonna work there to make some money, work there to make some money, but don't ever think you're gonna grow. There's no room to grow. You ain't never gonna own a Walmart, ever. Ever. I'm just letting you know that now. I don't give a fuck about 500% none of that shit. Okay? Let it go. Stop. I don't hear this shit no more. I don't hear about this shit no more. Keep this shit to yourself. Okay? Stop. Alright? So, what I'm basically saying to y'all is, you gotta be wary of these type of people, these type of energies, these type of frequencies. You've got to understand what's going on. You've got to know the difference between a hater, somebody who's mediocre, or somebody who just simply just doesn't understand. And that's, and that's the best one you could have, honestly. Because at least you know that they still love you and they care about you and they mean the best for you. It's just, they just don't understand what you're doing. And when you're doing something so outlandish, something that's never really been done before, or maybe people tried it, but they weren't successful, people aren't going to understand it, brother. Okay, you want to be a rapper, but you rap completely different than what's going on right now. The type of beats you're choosing is completely different than what's on the market right now. There's going to be friends like, I don't know. I don't know about this. I mean, yeah, I'll help you. And that's a real friend. Even if they don't understand, they, if you say, brother, I need you to post something on their page, they're going to post it. They're going to be like, in the back of their mind, I don't like this shit, and I don't understand this shit, and I don't know what people are going to get from it. But that's what he asked me to do. He say, he see I got a lot of followers. He's just trying to get his numbers up right now for the algorithms. All right, whatever. But once again, that person cannot be a mediocre-minded person because a mediocre-minded person doesn't understand why they're why you're asking them to post it on their page. They're looking at it like, I ain't no DJ. I don't rap. What am I doing with this? They don't understand algorithms because they're mediocre. They don't use social media to promote brands and to build a brand for themselves or get money off of social media. They don't use it for a platform. It's just to look good, get a couple likes, and press a couple holes and press a couple niggas. That's it. And be nosy on other people's life and follow what every other rich person is doing. Somebody they'll never be. That's what they're in social media for. So when you try to explain this to them, they don't understand why, as a friend... Even though you have no horse in the race, why it's important for you to watch my video on YouTube and wait till after 35 seconds to click the like button. Because it goes into a certain algorithm. Okay? They don't understand that because they're mediocre people. Somebody who's not mediocre understands, okay, you know what? 
I'm gonna just press the play button. I'm gonna turn the mute volume on. Press the play button, and after about 35 seconds to a minute, because that's when that's when YouTube actually registers likes and dislikes, y'all. After 35 seconds to a minute, I'm gonna press the like button and let the video play all the way out so we can get to full so we get to full view. They don't understand that shit. They don't understand it. You know what I've done, bro? Some of my friends. I'm not gonna lie. Y'all can call it cheating. You can call it whatever you want. I understand algorithms, and I'm not mediocre-minded like you. So that's why you don't understand what I'm about to say. I might, cause me, I, I always got several devices. Right? I got several phones. Sometimes two, three laptops in front of me. So I play this shit on all six of them motherfuckers. You just got six views and six likes off of me. And I'm, and I'm gonna play them several times just in case the algorithm works with multiple streams. Like the person has to stream, like I know with some platforms you have to stream the song like more than once or the video more than once to it actually register as a real official view. So and I'm and I'm watching them more than once and I'm and I'm spacing them out. You see what I'm saying? Mediocre minded people don't even understand why you should play the video one time. They're like, well, bro, you be like, bro, why you support my video? I mean, bro, you're in there cooking and you know I'm not really that big on food, nigga. I'm your, you're my friend. I need y'all to do this, then I'm gonna get everybody else to do it. But it starts with me and then you. You always with me. You always riding with me. You always doing all this other shit. You'll be there for me to do mediocre shit and bullshit. How many of y'all got friends like that? They support you when you're doing some stupid shit. Oh, they'll let you go fuck your life up real quick. But get it right? Mm-mm. They want to stand in the way. Oh, but you want to go shoot somebody or fight or you want to go... Oh, yeah, nigga, we pulling up right now, bro. Call that pussy nigga, tell that nigga we on the way right now, bro. Call that pussy nigga, tell me on the way right now. Fuck that nigga, we gonna kill that nigga, we gonna beat him up, we gonna jump him. Bro, you better win this fight, all that. They real quick to let, let you go fuck your life up. They real quick to let you go fuck your life up. But when you need them to do something that's gonna help your life... Uh, shit, bro, I mean, damn, bro, I mean... I don't know, bro. All of a sudden, they don't know nothing. All of a sudden, they don't know nothing. So y'all gotta y'all gotta peep game, man. Y'all gotta really understand what's going on here. See what's going on, man. And and that's all I could really tell most of y'all. I hope I hope this was informative. I'm not gonna be you know bug you out, tap you out too much. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to um head on to the barber shop myself um and get ready for this week. So it's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex, and I'm out.